Oh, hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Indeed. It's us again. If you haven't seen our previous discussion, we did one on Survivor Borneo. Basically, Alec here is not had not seen Survivor until that season. We're making our way through slowly, desperately trying to catch up to season 37. <laughs> uh, one season at a time. <laughs> yeah. And now we're going to be watching other things between Survivor to make it a slower catch up. So I have seen a good amount of Survivor. I talked about this before. I mean, you can go watch our other discussion if you haven't seen it. I suggest you doing that because it will inform this one and we'll build as the series evolves. Yes. Um, so we're talking about the Australian Outback. Just last week we finished watching it. And primarily the last time we talked a lot about the format and everything. We won't have to really talk about that since it's more or less the same format. You know, the merge merged at the same time, same size jury and everything. So I primarily want to focus on the differences between the two seasons because I think it's pretty, a pretty drastic tone change um, from the first season where you're focused on Richard Hatch is kind of the focus of the season. You'd, you'd say you're kind of following his journey to victory. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I interpret Australian Outback as like the story of how Colby lost rather than the story of how Tina won. That just seems to be the way they edited it. Kind yeah, of I, like, think I think that's a fair. I think that's a fair kind of assessment of the season as a whole. Yeah, it's yeah. like they really kind of tell the story in like a lot of a lot of Colby's perspective, and he's like the hero of the story. Whereas you have like side like the side characters like Jerry, who are almost like the villains of the story, and uh, it's like ultimately in the end you have the decision. Which is a pretty well talked about decision in the, in the survivor community that ultimately Colby takes Tina to the end instead of Keith, where people think it would have been an easy win if you brought Keith to the end. And also the fact that the elements played pretty much a much bigger part than Borneo. They focused a lot on the like the flooding. There was fires. There was all sorts of stuff they went through in this in a much different environment too. Yeah, it was like, it, it seemed to me that it was hot during the day and very cold at night. Despite me having some geography knowledge, I don't really remember too much about, <laughs> I can't remember, it's been so long since I've taken any geography stuff, but I really can't remember what uh, Australia's, like the different areas of Australia, what their climate is like. Mm -hmm. um, so I can only assume that that's, that that's typical for, I, I think it was in the winter when they were there, like winter in the... Um, yeah, I'm not sure exactly when it was somewhere, somewhere around there. Yeah, um, but yeah, the elements were were much much more of a focus this season, which was which was really interesting actually because um, you know they 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 do drill it as Survivor. They they you know you you kind of when you hear that you you sort of picture kind of like a man against nature sort of thing, like you're trying to survive. It's really, they often pit it, at least in the first season, it was pitted a lot more against people versus other people. But mm -hmm. like in this season, it was it was a lot more man versus nature, which was really kind of interesting. Like it, as in terms of a dynamic, I think it was interesting because, I mean, at one point we have our, our gallant crews, like whole campsites getting washed away by a river. Mm -hmm. and And it's just like, there's that so we get like third degree burns people like lack of food people like wasting away it, it was like a lot more people were like losing weight 
in like a bad way in this season. A lot more so than I mean, you could say that they people were losing weight in the in the first season as well, but like to the point where uh, lethargy kind of started to to settle in a lot more. Like so much so that like Jeff comes out and is like, "Boy, you guys are you guys are having a rough time, aren't you?" It's almost like this was the season one of a different show to me because the first season focused on Richard Hatch, yeah, was very strategic. And this one, it seemed like there was almost less of a focus on strategy than the first season. Um, I don't know exactly why that is, but it's like they it's like they took the game in a different way. You could see in uh, Borneo, there's a lot more, I don't know, even towards the end of the Final Four with Wigglesworth and Rich and all them, they still had like some, they weren't like all together and wholesome whereas in Australian Outback they showed them getting like a lot closer like calling each other family and everything and if you look at someone like Colby who is the focus of this season he's like much he's not like the strategic mastermind like yeah. Richard Hatch was he's like a lot more just like I'm gonna win competitions and be a good guy be a gentleman yeah that's absolutely true and but I think I think the elements the that weather played a play a huge part of that I think yeah, because it, it makes you bond more naturally, I think. Yeah, because in, in Borneo, a, a lot of them were just able to just chill out, hang out on a beach, and tan the whole time. I mean, not not saying that it was always the most relaxing thing, because obviously they showed storms and stuff that happened moving through, but mm-hmm. it, se- it seemed weather was a lot kinder to them in in the first season, where it was it was just setback after setback with in in the outback so yeah the challenges there was a little bit of a difference in challenges they brought back some similar ones but they had yeah uh, this they didn't have in the first season the one where they had to um light the fire you know go back and forth between the uh, water filling the buckets up and then get the yeah. fire up yeah so they had some interesting ones in here again there were some challenges that didn't really translate too well on screen but i felt like they did a better job overall yeah, I think we we commented on the uh, the with the lanyard one, where there was having to where it's like the maze where they having to like clip on and clip off. Yep, it's just yep. like it's just like jump cutting to different people. And we're like, I have <laughs> we have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the same one they did in the first season with or Jervis one clipping. Yeah, down. yeah, and I, but looking back, I don't think there were too many other than that ones where you have like people running around in the forests or like the woods. I mean, yeah. It was a little less a little less chaotic in terms of of that. There were a lot more relay type. Um, yeah, I feel I felt like. I mean, there were there were some in the first season, but I felt like more there was more emphasis on a relay type uh, challenges in in those for sure. Yeah, and you saw like Colby was like just super dominant in the challenges after the merge, like just really. He was the one threat. Like Keith, I mean Keith stood up on that on that perch for like however long, eight nine hours, whatever. Is it longer yeah. than that? Something like that. Like Keith won a couple, but other than that, it was like Colby winning everything. Yeah. Um, overall, do you would you say comparing Borneo and Australian Outback, which which season do you prefer? That's that's an interesting question. I've actually been thinking about that over the last week. Um, that I think I still I think I still give the edge to the first season, but mm-hmm. I really liked 
I liked the tonal shift of the second season a lot in terms of kind of what we've been talking about, because I, I think it encompasses more of the word survivor in general. I, I think it does a better job of instead of just kind of being mind games and out, outwitting everybody, it's that, but it's also actually literally surviving out in, out in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to the point where it's like, we have to remake camp again and that's a huge struggle. Um, lighting fires is a struggle. Having to ration food is a struggle. Finding food is a struggle. Um, I mean, it's just, it really, really, there, there were a whole episodes where uh, it was kind of a downer <laughs> to watch <laughs> at times yeah. just because of how, like how much they were, uh, they weren't having fun, you know? during parts of it but so i kind of liked i kind of liked that aspect of it a little bit um but yeah they did a lot of dramatic things with the editing too that i don't remember them doing as much in the first season like super yeah. dramatic especially in the finale where it's like super dramatic shots and them like just talking about like their lives and <laughs> like retro yeah that went on for like 10 to 15 minutes <laughs> they were just like they were like going through all the different all the different people who were yeah, there and throwing in a bunch of uh interesting shots of wildlife and stuff too just like yeah oh yeah they yeah we talked to the finale they were really showing off the the b-roll they were really showing off like the nature shots the really great when they weren't using the potato camera (laughs) yeah they they like to cut to the potato (laughs) cameras like it's like their version of the gopro back in the day it's like it's like it's like my webcam except they're using it on broadcast tv (laughs) (laughs) that's right um and yeah with that tonal shift i mean also naturally going from the first season you're gonna have things changing like a lot of differences when you get a different group together so the second Mm -hmm. season there were a lot of firsts this season where like you had the first person who was accused of uh bringing beef jerky into the camp (laughs) kel (laughs) shout out to kel uh yeah we were hoping they would discuss they would discuss that on the uh on the reunion episode No, we just got into Dev's the deep depression. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I sure hope somebody was like keeping a tabs <laughs> on her when she <laughs> left there. Jeez, like, like everybody else took something positive away. Well, well, Mitchell said, "Yeah, I'm not. I would never do that again." <laughs> a couple of people said they would never do it again, but yeah, Deb was just not. It's like they forced her to be there too. She was like, "I didn't even want to be here to begin with," <laughs> but they like they convinced her. Yeah, like, but wasn't it? Wasn't it Mitchell though, or was it Mitchell or Kel? Some one of them said it's like, yeah, but I've gotten to know her like pretty well after this show. Like the show brought me and her. Yeah. Like we've hung out outside the show, so it was like, I mean, Deb, would you really say it? you've made a you've made connections from this? At the very least, could you not like it's, have something positive to say from that? The local press would like crap on Deb that much. I mean, she she got voted out first. She didn't have an opportunity to do that much. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not. I have no idea. It's not 2001 or 2002 anymore, so we have no idea what the context of that is. But yeah, yeah, it's just. It seemed really wild to me that like the press was just lambasted me. (laughs) Why you you were on the show for like 40 (laughs) minutes? (laughs) (laughs) They kept posting every headline. uh, Local, whatever town, local put it out first. (laughs) Put it out first on Survivor. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, um, felt, I did have to feel bad for her during that, but yeah, 
it's just like why why force her well like really try to strong arbor and to get into the finale wouldn't you be better off with her not being there being depressed i don't know yeah no. like we want to have everybody she seemed to kind of warm up a little bit more as the as that when the reading yeah. went on a little bit but yeah um anyway, anyway. <laughs> but yeah we had we had kel first beef jerky incident <laughs> which i'm assuming i'm assuming since he said he was like really despises jerry for that i'm assuming he didn't af- actually have beef jerky then if, because you wouldn't hold a grudge for actually bringing beef jerky in like he was yeah. just, he was just chewing on grass and it gets called out on, on national tv like he was chewing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then we had uh mitchell was the first tie vote first tie vote survivor where they uh, it was Mitchell and Keith, and Mitchell goes home because he had the most votes cast previous in previous tribal councils. Yes, yeah, that's right. That was interesting. I mean, Mitchell Mitchell didn't have a huge impact on the game, but it's yeah. not like I was so sad to see Mitchell go. But it's a it's a historic moment at least. Yep. And then uh, you had, of course, a huge turning point in the season was when Mike Scoopin was uh, medically evacuated fell on a fire and that really could have changed the entire outcome of the season because assuming they were going to win kucha was going to win the next uh competition then they would have gone in with the majority rather than going in even that would change everything yeah and and there was a lot of precedent for them being able to do that because uh they had just been getting destroyed uh before that um yeah, Ogokor. Yeah, Ogokor had just been getting destroyed in the competitions before that, and they were the team I think that was kind of suffering the most from from some of the elements and such. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, after that happened, that was that was easily the the turning point of the season because they came into the merge even. Yeah, and so, then when when they came in even, they had another tie vote, which took out Jeff and then gave yeah. the advantage to Ogokor. Suddenly, yeah. and then it's like, oh well, all downhill from there. Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy that it's like that, you, that it turned out that like that. It's like it's hard to think of Survivor and like absolutes because like theoretically, Ogakor still could have won that one competition. Right, could have went in even. It depends like, what the competition was, really, which we'll yeah. never we'll never know, unless they <laughs> they basically it's possible that they just sort of used reused it later on, but. But really, like the whole focus of the uh, show would have shifted because we, we focused so much on the uh, was it yeah focused so much on the Ogacore people, uh, whereas probably would have been a Kucha majority. Then we'd have to focus a lot more on them and like see how that plays out. Wonder who yeah. would have made it to the end then. And then ultimately, we come down to the final tribal council, where yeah, like I said, Colby brings Tina to the end, and but we did get another four-three vote in the end, the same as last season. Mm-hmm. So pretty close vote. Let me try to get, get a call sure. up, call up the wiki again or whatever. The yeah, the votes for who voted for who. So Keith, Elizabeth, Jerry, and Alicia voted for Tina to win. Wow, and <laughs> Roger, Amber, and Nick voted for Colby to win. That's interesting. That uh, I for, I forgot that Jerry voted for Tina to win. Well, yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> it kind of makes, kinda, kinda makes sense. She uh, she clearly had some some lingering 
feelings. Yeah. Well, yeah. in the negative side because Colby was kind of. And there was, there was Colby's one big lie that he talked about was. Like, yeah. Was saying he was going to stick with them. Yeah. And it was like, nope. He didn't. He didn't. Yeah. Yeah. He was also. He, Colby was just really interesting to watch. Like you said, they, they did sort of frame the whole season around him. He was very interesting to watch the whole time because. He was kind of a little bit more casual, playful, a little flirtatious, kind of earlier on. Mm-hmm. But then they got to a point where he, where he, like he said, um, during the, um, it was during a, one of the inter- interview things, whatever they call, it, I don't remember. You, you, you said what they were called, confessionals. Yeah. During one of, during one of, during one of those, he, um, he basically said something effective like. Nah, I'm not. I'm just not gonna let any of this distract me. And basically, from then on out, he just he like he had a complete mental shift. He started taking the game a little bit more seriously, and he he just wasn't flirtatious anymore. Really, mm-hmm. he was just like, no, nah, I'm I'm focusing on the game. Yeah. So, um, which was interesting. I mean, it clearly worked in his favor because he got pretty far. Mm-hmm. Um, by pretty far, I mean he was the runner-up. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Colby, Colby and Tina were together from like the very beginning too, and they yeah, stuck it out. Yeah. yeah, and like Keith, they tagged him along, and then they just Colby just hated on him in the end. <laughs> yeah, he just he just was not a was not a Keith fan. Clearly, he's just like yeah, I just we just brought him along. Didn't I'm just glad that Keith doesn't have to win. I can lose tomorrow, and I'll, I'll wake up happy because Keith doesn't yeah, get to win a million dollars. Yeah, and that was yeah. It was almost like he didn't even want yeah. Keith to get the hundred k. That he <laughs> <laughs> damn. But yeah, looking back, it definitely feels like Colby could have won that if he did better in the final tribal council. Because mm-hmm. I really felt like he was weak there with his answers. Like the fact that he came out of the gate just almost like <laughs> not not trying to win in the questioning it seemed like. Yeah. Yeah, there was there was like a when Jeff was like, "Oh, so final statements," and he was just like, "I don't have any." It was like, "What? (laughs) You can't do that." (laughs) And then Tina just like came out of the gate, and she was just like, "Out," or I should say, coming back into the gate because it was the final question. She was just like, "Yeah, I mean," and she like goes on like a good thirty seconds about why they should vote for her. So it's like Colby's Colby's answers were just not there. They were just not it. But it's interesting because. Tina, like they didn't. I've heard that she had, she did a lot more that they didn't end up like showing in the editing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you don't get a true sense of like all the strategic things she was doing. Yeah. Until like them talking about it after the fact, like and talking about in the final travel council, like how important she was. Yeah. But but other than that, she's just was kind of like a side character there throughout the whole season. Yeah, I, there were a few times you kind of got a sense that she was that she was doing a lot to sort of like hold things together a little bit that she was kind of like almost like an overseer, like, like the mom kind of like the mom character of the, but like, mm-hmm. but she also, yeah, it didn't seem like she was like actively strategizing kind of. Yeah. So it's just a very yeah. different going off of the, of Borneo. It's a very different play style than like the previous winner. Like Rich was very, sure. very in your face. Like I am strategizing. I am trying to ma- it, manipulate these people. Very methodical, like yeah. from from the beginning of the show, and they showed so. it in all all of his confessionals, talking about everything. He like talked to people about it yeah. on the island, so it's yeah, a very different style. 
But it's just interesting to see the two winners because it really shows you you can play the game very differently. There's not mm. there's not a science to Survivor. It's like depends on the people you're playing with, depends on the circumstances. It's like, yeah, it's really interesting. I, I think that's a word worthwhile in your second season too because you don't you don't really want everything just to be just like the first season where everyone is just it, it's the same thing every time that's mm -hmm. why the shift in location is really interesting that's why th having a whole group of new people is really interesting um it really i think that's why it's gone on for as as many seasons as it has it's just it continues to keep to stay fresh that way so yeah exactly yeah. It's like it's a constant social experiment. Like even if they can see previous seasons, it's never gonna go the same way. So it's like you're always different people. Like you go in with one plan, and it's gonna completely change because you have to adapt to everything happening. You know, it's yeah. really interesting. Okay, let's give out some awards. Who's your favorite uh, of the season overall? I, my favorite of the season overall. So I remember. I'm not really liking Keith a whole lot, and then sort of coming around to him near the near the end. I don't think he's my favorite. He might be a runner up though. Really? I, yeah. It was it was weird because like he's definitely not the most likable person, mm -hmm. but like there was just something really relatable about when he because he's like a chef, mm -hmm. and then I, I'm not a chef, but there's something really relatable about when someone comes. Like, it's like, oh, hey, you know, it's like, this is like my thing. And then someone else comes along and is just like, oh, yeah, I can do it like way better than you. And then she does. <laughs> and that just gives you a huge chip on your shoulder. <laughs> and, there, and there is just something really relatable about that. Uh -huh. And that kind of like, I felt like that fed into basically everything he did throughout. And that could just be my, in my mind. But I almost felt yeah. like that, that sort of fed into everything he did throughout the whole rest of the season. Um, But he... He played a really kind of like most everybody this season. He played kind of a quiet game, but it was like I don't know. I don't know how he how he was able to just coast along like that. It was almost like it was almost like a Jervis sort of thing. But he but he arguably did a little bit more uh, than Jervis did. <laughs> well, yeah, and the um, problem the problem you face with that is like you. That's the thing with the survivor is tough too. Is you can play a game like that and you can like make it far playing that way, but apparently he had no chance of winning. It was yeah. not a winning way to play the game. Yeah. But my, uh, probably, I mean, I really like Colby, but I think I'd honestly have to give it to Roger. I really liked him a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Roger. Yeah. Guy, Roger. He's like, yeah. He's like I mean, the Rudy like, of the season almost, but he, he was, but he was, he wasn't like, he wasn't like, Rudy was a little bit more grumpy. Yeah, Roger, Rudy was was, like, <laughs> Roger was just kind of like, I'm just a, I'm just a, a southern gentleman, basically. That's right. Yeah. More or less, you know, he's just he's just a really nice guy. He was kind of like uh like a dad to um oh what was her name there? Elizabeth. Sorry, I, I, I'm already I'm already the name's already escaping me. Yeah, yeah, Elizabeth. And it was just like their relationship was really cute. I really liked that a lot. Mm -hmm. So. And uh, speaking of Keith, mm -hmm. I have a little book here from Keith himself. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get that? I ordered it online. It was like it was like a joke thing with when me and my family were watching this. Like Keith is just like the best. So I love Keith, and like yes, I, I, lo I looked That's at what. Awesome. And this is like the one book he put. It's a tiny little, tiny little cookbook, but. That's that's funny. I can and cook I, rice. So can you. I got a nice, 
nice Keith signature as well. As well as like what whatever chef, was going yeah. on with this chef, chef man. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like all right. I, I just wanted it as like a piece of memorabilia for the experience. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's really funny. It was like, it was like I remember it being really cheap on like on Amazon. Yeah, oh. probably go for like five bucks probably. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's that. <laughs> and also, uh, we have another award to give out, the Cutie of the Season Award. Cutie of the Season? Um, Who's it going to be? I have a feeling it's between two, and those two are Amber and Elizabeth. It's, it's between those two, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to give it to Elizabeth. Um, um, even though Amber has those Amber has those really great eyes, but I, I, have, a, I, I have a weakness for blondes, so... <laughs> mm -hmm. And you know, talked about Amber the whole season, the blue eyes, especially <laughs> in the intro. And then Elizabeth came out of nowhere to snipe the victory. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, it's because, like, as it might have been just the fact that, like, they didn't, like, Amber was like, I was like, is she even in this show? There were, there were sometimes I was like, like, it was particularly early on, and I was like, I was like, who is that other person? Like, she was, like, almost never shown. Yeah. And then she was sort of like, again, kind of like a passive player. She sort of just sat in the sidelines and then tried to like ally herself wherever the wind was going. <clears throat> um, yeah, I was gonna say Elizabeth is an was an active player because she was constantly yeah. like fighting the majority. Whereas yeah. Amber was kind of like in a comfortable position. She kind of went along with it, and then like they just kind of took her off. And they're like, <laughs> after they took Jerry out without her knowing, then they're like, oh, we yeah. don't need you anymore either. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so you know, there's there's something to be said about uh, somebody who is who is active and obviously has more of a camera presence. So I think that's that's kind of why right. uh, Elizabeth gets the edge for me. Okay. Uh, any yeah. final thoughts on the season? Hmm. Well, at the very least, they they slightly improved uh, tribal council's seating arrangement. Not not terribly, but it's still a little bit better than what was in the previous season where they're all like hunched together on this uh -huh. log. Oh, in the intro, I think the first season the intro had some more epic shots. Like yeah, uh, you didn't get any dramatic eye shots like with uh, Wigglesworth there. Yeah, but they still got to do something about. They still have to do something about uh, the rain that happens at Tribal Council and like have to write yeah in the rain and all the soaking wet pieces of paper. Okay. Uh, oh, I was. Th I thought you were gonna talk about the the audio, like uh, if it's too too loud sometimes, like with the bugs, where you can't hear. Oh bugs. yeah. Oh yeah. We yeah. <laughs> that was something. That was something that we that we talked about too. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like wow. You know, they they did some really good stuff uh, for the time period. It's like yeah, except for the audio. Mm -hmm. That audio is uh, very. They got to do something about that at some point. But I mean, that's just the technology. You know. Yeah, they had these had time. these potatoes for cameras back then. They're like making the, a comeback now on the stream. The pseudo GoPros that yeah. they were using, the pro, proto proto GoPros. Yeah, I mean, overall, still really enjoyed the enjoyed the season as a whole. Um, I thought they did a really hi cat. I thought they did a really great job in the episode where um, <laughs> hello. It did a really good job in the episode where uh, where Mike got burned. They just did like it was just they were able to like capture the intensity of the moment and like really 
made you feel kind of what all of it, all the rest of the the cast was feeling. And it was really intense, shot really well. Yeah, that was that was some gripping television right there. That was, I mean, you can't script that. Yeah, it, it was really well done, edited, gripping television. And you know, it's a good thing he's okay. <laughs> that was pretty. Uh, it was pretty rough. I remember we we had seen the preview beforehand, and you hear the yell and the and out of context that yell sounds really funny. <laughs> In context, that yell is like gut wrenching because it's like, <laughs> oh no, he's like he's gotten serious burns. Like that's really not not okay. But mm. um, really like the elements again playing a part and um, yeah. Looking forward to looking forward to as Africa's next, correct? Yeah, Survivor Africa's next, and this is yep. one I, I actually haven't seen any of it. I I mean I know the winner unfortunately, but I'll be yeah. able to experience everything leading up that's, to it. That's pretty cool. That's that's cool. Well, that'll be fun if you, especially if you've never seen it. So we'll even though you know the winner, we'll we'll be able to experience it. Yeah, time together. So there you go. The journey's more important. That's right. The, we're we're probably gonna be watching some something else before the next season for like we're gonna do a little break between each season. So who knows when the next survivor discussion will be. But as soon as we're finished, we're gonna do another one. So expect that. Yeah, it'll be it'll be good. All right, thank you all for watching. That's it. That's Thanks a lot. Bye. My cat's telling me I gotta let him out, so <laughs>